When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. This week, live from Austin, Texas, I'm Don McDonald on Talking Real Money with Tom Cock. You even sound a little Texas. Seattle, Washington. Even where Texas. 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 Well, it is Texas. It's like a whole other country. You look big there because everything's bigger in Texas. I'm bigger in Texas. My voice is bigger in Texas. Everything's works. We're not even going to go into it. No, we're not discussing any of that. Leave it. Leave it. My hands are bigger in Texas. Look at the size of those hands. Look at those big hands. Scary. What? I I am on my cowboys or something or no wrestles yeah. And, yeah whatever it is I, i'm on my i'm on my uh giant Last circle legs? tour of the united states yeah you are you're out there i am actually it's not really a circle tour it's more like a lemon shaped tour because mm-hmm. yeah. i got florida at one end of the tour and seattle at the other and then i got these curves on either side so it's like it's like my lemon tour of the country and how's it going i mean well you, let's it's give the number well. talk about the show okay you, you can yeah, tell well, us all well, about your we're travel log we're yeah. going to uh help you deal with these nagging money issues that drive so many of us so crazy particularly the part about putting money away for your long-term future. How do you invest it? With whom do you invest it? Who do you trust? Where are the right places to put it? That's the kind of stuff we're going to talk about today, how you make those choices. It's it's tough. The yeah. reason I'm in Austin, Texas, is uh, I thought it was a great opportunity to meet with the folks uh, at Dimensional Funds, one of the mutual fund companies that we think does the, some of the best work in the country. We, we love Dimensional Funds. As a matter of fact, if Dimensional funds were available to the public, we would probably be telling you on a weekly basis to use them instead of Vanguard. Yeah. We would. I mean, seriously. I'd be sending you to the, the DFA uh, uh, total uh, global equity fund. you did fund. a nice comparison we can talk about later between that and Vanguard's total world fund Total as market well. fund. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, one mutual, fund, one fund, mutual fund that owns basically the world's stocks, if you will, at an incredibly low cost. Yeah. Great fund. Both are good It's a great funds. fund. Yeah. Now, the thing about DFA and I, I check their board. They have their little board with their running total of assets. And oh, the it's right there in the op. It shows the it's running right total. Running total of oh, assets under of management. Those. We need yeah. one of those. That's cool. Uh, they're only at like half a trillion dollars. Yeah, it's five hundred billion. Yeah, five hundred billion. Change, they baby. are the seventh largest mutual fund company in America. I thought now, it was the world. That, I thought it was the world. No, in America, seventh largest mutual fund company in America. With a bullet. And you have probably never heard of them. I know. Kind of strange. That's what you so know. The Another, you might know Fidelity, you might know Vanguard. Or Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer or, or American mean, Funds. American or, Funds, you know, yeah, others. But nobody knows Dimensional. And we'll talk a little bit more about why you don't know Dimensional. Uh, the things that I discovered there. And Tom, they have, you, you've watched Billions and other shows like course, Wall Street, where they course. have these trading floors, yeah. where, the, where the guys have 14 computers mm-hmm. in front of them. Well, they have that yeah, at Dimensional. They, yeah. they have this big trading floor with all the big screens and everything and total silence. There's no screaming. There's no yelling. There's, There's no, no jumping up and down. Nobody's on the phone. Sell. Oh. I talked to one of the small cap value fund managers, and he said, why would we do that? All we're doing is adjusting our portfolio slightly. When, when the size has changed, we buy a little. did the big trade go through? Are you on your way to Puerto Rico? They, oh, I guess that's Monday. 
That'll be announced. Is there a big trade? Yeah, you're, you've been traded for a player to be named later. Sorry. So. See, I, 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 I didn't want to tell you until after the, the show, but you brought One it up, should so. not even take a pseudo vacation, apparently. <laughs> it's not safe. So. I'm at the Hotel Grand Duca in Austin. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Quick break. In addition to our Talking Real Money podcast, we have a few other tools to help you gain a better understanding of the concept of real investing. Of course, there's Real Investing Journal. That's offered in both a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. Explore both those options at realinvestingjournal.com, realinvestingjournal.com. Then we teach classes. We offer most of our live classes in the Seattle area because that's where most of our offices are, but most of you live elsewhere. That's why we're now offering the same classes that Tom and I taught at RetireMeet online right now, free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and then click on the video link. You'll see them right there. Finally, we also manage the wealth or the budding wealth of hundreds of folks like you through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. You'll find our approach is consistent with the message we've been sharing for decades. We always put our clients' needs first, our fees are among the lowest of any non-robo-advisor, and constant education is one of our core values. Visit Vestry.com for more information on our firm and to take our free no-obligation risk quiz to better understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I I want the rest of my I want the rest of my remotes from the road to be out of a place this nice. Yeah, it does look I'm like a nice a place. Really nice hotel. It's it's just opened about eighteen months ago in Austin called mm. the Hotel Grand Duca. Duca. Hotel Grand Duca. Uh-huh. Grand Duca. It's very it's very Italian. I kind of got that sense. Yeah. Did you from mm-hmm. Grand Duca? You yeah. got that nice place. I'm in Austin, Texas. Tom's in Seattle. You're there. I just got a Tom's. Ari has been here. She was on the show once yeah, for like on one word. Yeah, she's on I'm the show one for word. a word. We're working word. on more guests. Will do that too, yeah. by the way. <laughs> One word guess. And Aria was at the Bellevue 4th of July yeah. selling lemonade at, get this, you too should be selling lemonade. Yeah, no at the kidding. We're all quitting. Four bucks a glass. How many glasses did she oh, sell? A lot. Okay. I mean, she did it for 10 hours. <laughs> no wonder she stayed for 10 hours. It's no like, wonder she. If I saw $4 yeah, coming in every 12 I'd seconds, quit our day jobs. Yeah, I mean, she's uh-huh. back doing it to today at another festival. So apparently. I'm going to go sell out. lemonade out here. It's, it's like 100 degrees in oh, Austin. Yeah, I'm going to sell. Teresa, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Teresa. Hi, thank you. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I am turning 70 and a half, um, and I'm going to have to take mandatory distributions. I've already rolled over um, about half of my money into Vanguard. It hasn't been allocated yet. Um, I own my own home in Seattle outright. I've got long-term health insurance. Um, what my quest, One of my questions is, what? Um, I don't need the money because I'm working for I have a full-time job. I don't need the money that I'm going to get from my distributions. I was thinking about putting it in to a Roth IRA since it's already been taxed. I mean, it will be taxed when it comes out. Um, I need to hold that for five years before I touch it. That's what I don't know. That's correct. And you need to have earned income unless you're actually going to do a, a it's conversion. It's a rollover, if, yeah, if it's, oh, yeah, I, conversion. Well, I've got earned 
earned income. I've got a full-time job. Oh, okay. okay great. Yeah, no, I yeah, think you go so, ahead then um, every year do the $6,500 into a Roth. So so it'd be, you got to take whatever the total distribution is out of the, out of the, uh, the, the qualified money. No getting around that. You got to pay tax on it. Right, right, right. Okay. Then you yeah, have that money. That. Then out of that money to put 6,500 of it into a Roth IRA, I think makes great sense. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's wonder. It's a wonderful okay. idea. Okay. And then um, I just don't know how risky, um, I know that. Well, you're never, you just, you just told us at the beginning, this isn't money you're likely to spend, correct? No, no, no. But I'm talking about, I'm going to, all my, um, I, I'm putting everything rolling over several different yeah. accounts into Vanguard. And I don't know how risky to get with that money. Um, I, I don't know. Well, have here's what you're going to have to do. You're, you're going to need to sit down with, with, with yeah. someone probably. I, I think yes. it would be wise Vanguard for you to have because you have anybody to sit with. I, you need a financial plan because you need right. to look at your assets and say, which assets need to do what for me? And right. then which yeah. assets are best suited for that particular purpose? Right. And so I right. would, even if you don't use an investment advisor, I would find a fee only planner, someone who yeah. can help you create that. That plan is probably going to cost between a thousand and two thousand dollars. Yep. Uh-huh. It's worth every penny of it because what it does is it gives you a roadmap for your finances for the, for the rest of your life. It and gives so, you that yeah, starting guide. And you can go to dfaus.com to get a list of local advisors that we think you should trust. Those yeah. that, You don't have to hire them. You could sit down and some will give you an hour. Some, some will write a plan for you and charge you for that. There's all kinds of ways to go about that. That would be one place to go. The other one, because you mentioned about risk, we have a free risk quiz at our website that you could take that would help you understand your emotions about money. That is how you feel about good markets, bad markets, all the rest of this that at some mm-hmm. time makes people make bad decisions in both directions. You simply go to vestory.com, V as in, vest, uh, v as in victory, E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, and then in the upper right-hand corner says, it says risk quiz. Risk it's quiz. It's free. You take it, probably take you 15 minutes or something, I think. It'll give you yeah. some idea around and, your and, feelings about money that'll help you make those decisions. And just for okay. everybody listening, we never call and try to sell you stuff ever. We okay. don't believe in doing that. Like so you won't be pestered. I think you're you're online for the well, magazine what? now. Here's what you're going to, when okay, you get thanks. off the, when, when, when we put you on hold, they're going to give you a code. Right. You go to realinvestingjournal.com, enter that code, and you'll get the next four issues for free. Okay? Okay. Thank right. you. Thank Thanks, you. Teresa. Take care. Jason Zweig wrote about this in the Wall Street Journal today. You, for those of you who are longtime listeners, you know that we think he's one of the journalists that you, that if you're going to read somebody, this would be the guy I'd read. I think the most of the work he does is very good. It's thoughtful. It's easy to understand. And in his column today, he talks about this aspect of red versus green. It's a fascinating thing to me. The reality is for most of us, because we're going to need more money than we think in retirement, most of our money should be in stocks. But the problem is you don't do well when stocks go down. You have a tendency to want to sell. when they go red. When they go, I was getting to that. because you know, Jason, When they go know, red, if they went black, it'd be okay. <laughs> it might be. Jason writes about how, how adverse we are to the color red and it makes us go crazy. I mean, isn't that work with the bulls too or something? But anyway, I mean, it's apparently. So, and I'm it's close coming. to Mexico. I'll go find out. <laughs> it's it's coming. Okay, the red is on its way. It's always on its way. And we've had this debate over the program in the show. So you need to know how much red you can take before you're going to sell. That's what you or, need to know. Or if you're watching Bloomberg and you're watching the green lines and the red lines or CNBC, just adjust the color balance on your television, and it won't. It changes to what's real purple, and it won't bother you as much. So we're going with purple instead of red. I take it. I'm going with purple. I think in the client newsletter now because <laughs> we have green arrows and red.
and red arrows. And after that article I read, you know, Jason says, don't have, no, no red. It makes people freak out. So I'm going purple. Casilla, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Casilla. Hello. Hello. Um, I have a real simple question. Um, I've just recently changed jobs. And at my previous job, I had a 401k. Can I still contribute to that 401k on my own? No. Or do I need to roll it? You cannot. Do you have, you, so you have a new job? Is that what you said? Correct. Yeah, my new I, job doesn't offer oh, okay. a 401k So, program. yeah, that, most plans are going to make you take it out of there in a relatively short period of time. But no matter mm-hmm. what, I'm going to say roll it over to Vanguard, for example, buy yeah, one get your fund. Own, get your own IRA with it. Yeah, so you're You'll simply going to you're gonna open an IRA at in our, we think, well, actually, you could go to, how big is the, how big Let's, is the rollover? It's approximately 30,000. Okay, let me ask you one question really quickly, though, or a couple of questions. One, okay. how old are you? 46. Okay. Two, you know, this is one of those things where with 30,000 bucks, Tom, I think he really needs to know his risk aversion, his risk profile, rather than just say go, because yeah. 30 grand's enough, 30 grand's enough to get the right kind of diversification with your portfolio over at Vanguard. So I'd go in, again, I'd go to our website, vestry.com, take the risk quiz. Free. That's going to give you an idea. It's free. It's going to give you an idea where your emotional tolerance level is for risk. And then you can build a portfolio at Vanguard quite easily using their total world stock index fund and like the total bond index to dampen some of the volatility. And that's the only reason we okay. use bonds in a portfolio is to dampen b- volatility. And, and I forgot so, my chart okay. today. So you have a chart? One well, the, the one that gave the, the alphabet, the phonetic alphabet. We're oh, going to give yeah. the tickers. I forgot to bring it in. Go ahead, Casilla. What Should I seek out a professional, like hire someone to steer me in the right direction? Not yet. If you have, if you have more own. than thirty, if you have more than thirty, yes. At thirty thousand dollars, the only people who are going to talk to you are the stockbrokers out there, and they're going to sell you okay. product. Yeah, or insurance okay, agents. Yeah, you meet a nice insurance agent that will sell you a lovely annuity of some kind. Yeah. To roll your money you into be, an annuity. We no. need you to be very wary of those guys. <laughs> yeah. So I would go. I would. I think Don. Yeah. Gave some good advice there. I would go to Vanguard. I would open an IRA. I would I would take the risk quiz because that should give you a help around how much of your money is going to be in the riskier things like stocks and how much in less risky things like bonds. Then, dependent on that sort of ratio, you could put a predominant amount of it in the VTWSX. That's the Vanguard Total World Stock Index. And then the other part goes in the VBMFX. X. That yes. is the Vanguard Total Bond. Now you've got two funds. They're very, very inexpensive. You have them balanced. I mean, so in a general sense, at your age, I wouldn't want to see any more than 30% of the money in bonds, but you take the risk quiz to find out who you are around. And then going forward, since you're not going to be funding a 401k at your work, you open a Roth IRA at Vanguard, and that's where new contributions go going forward in the same kind of mix, same funds even. Uh, It's not going to cost you anything extra. So you're on a great, you're on a great track just keep doing what you're doing and you'll be to the point where you can, you know, you, then you we, then then maybe you start getting the professional advice and really build that massively diversified portfolio. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you're enjoying one of the more unique podcasts out there, but we want to remind you that there are other tools we offer to help you get educated about what we call real investing. We publish Real Investing Journal both as a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. You can check those out at realinvestingjournal.com. Then we offer classes, most of which are in the Seattle area, but now we've got a couple of the classes that we taught at Retire Meet 
online for free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on the video link. And finally, we rarely mention it, but we also manage wealth for hundreds of folks and well over a third of a million dollars through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestry. We manage money just as we talk about it. We always put our clients first, our fees are low, and we educate you on a regular basis. Go to Vestry.com to learn more, and you can take our free no-obligation risk quiz to understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We're talking real money. It's a steamy 97 degrees in <laughs> Austin, Ooh. Texas right now. <laughs> yeah, tourist season is not in progress there, i got to imagine. Wow. Yeah. The only yeah. guy coming to town right about this time of year. I, I was it. I'm, yeah. I'm it. But I'm moving north. I'm moving north. Moving yeah. on up. Moving Following up the, the cooler weather. Going to Colorado next. Yeah. That's our next stop after right. Dallas. 877-397-5666 is our phone number. This is your lucky day. You just happen to tune into the show that can actually help you enjoy a much better better life improve your future not many talk shows can say that so give us a call and we'll we're try not to help selling you anything better we're not selling yeah, anything exactly. we just want to help you get all this right if the word indexed annuity ever comes out of our mouths it's because we're trying to tell you to flee from them as fast as your little legs can carry you that's now, good yeah. let's go to the phone all right yeah it's good all right uh sherry you're up next welcome to talking real money hi sherry how can we help you today Hi, I have inherited a non-spousal thing I have to take RMDs from every year. Now I have to take two RMDs. I talked to my tax person. Uh, She's thinking I should be able to take so much a year out of there, whether it's above the amount of the RMD, and put it into a Roth and go ahead and pay the taxes. Is that possible? Well, you're going to pay the taxes when you take the money out of the IRA anyway. There's no, there's no right. getting right. around that. So, there's so she's no talking about recharacterizing. No, I don't think so. Because Recharacterization. And nobody seems yeah. to have the right answer whether that's allowed or not. Um, I would like to go ahead and do it and eventually just get rid of as much as I can every year uh, for the next several years and take it down and, and then and just go ahead and pay the taxes. I don't need it for living expenses. And that is a thing I can do. How much are we talking about? As long about? as I'm willing to pay the tax, yep. I can go ahead and, and transfer it into a Roth. How much money are we talking about? 209000 Okay. And what period of time do you and want I'm to do this over? I'm thinking of taking maybe forty or 50000 you know, a, a year and, and going ahead and paying the taxes on it. And it's going to hurt a little bit, but so what? What you is know? your what is your tax? Anyway, and I don't need it. Yep. And, and if it's okay to go ahead and put that into a Roth. Uh, but just to finish the thought here, you have had a tax professional look at this and say this is a, because, in other words, you know you're raising your income from. That's what I was trying to get to. Yes. What is your income right. today, roughly annually? Oh well, I don't know. I have to. I'm retired. I okay. have to take my own RMD every yeah. year, which is about eighteen thousand uh-huh. a year. I have to take, um, and I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, you know, I have you got social security. With, with, yes, with, mm-hmm. and social okay. security and everything. I'm 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 doing fine. It's money I wouldn't have had anyway. No, I understand I that, but. 
it. But the my, mm-hmm. my the bottom line was, I, I just very simply, I might want to stretch that mm-hmm. out longer so I don't move myself up, for example, to a new tax bracket. And that's why I was saying right. you have somebody looking at all this because... That, yeah, and, that, and I'm trying to... Uh, how old are you again? I'm 75. 75. See, the benefits of the conversion are negligible. I'm not mm-hmm. even sure you can... I know you can with a spousal. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't, I don't right. know if you can with a non-spousal. Uh, but that's the reality is... We're wondering. The reality is, though, the point is almost lost on me. Why do uh, it? Why do it? Why bother uh, doing well, it? Well, because when... then if something happens to me, my kids have to deal with this every year, and I just thought it would be better to have it in something that it all, the tax had already been paid on, paid on it. Well, that's very kind and, of you, as I say, in many yeah, ways. See, which the I kids don't have to take the RMDs, mm-hmm. and, yep. you know, they don't know anything about it, yep. and it's from a cousin that I, you know, they didn't even know, and it's going it to, just, it would just uncomplicate a lot of things as long as I'm willing to pay the tax. Yeah, but, you know, the other thing they could do, too, is just when they get it, take it all out and pay the tax. It's going to be the same net result. It would right. be the same I, I know. I was result. just trying to do them a favor, I guess, of not having okay. to mess with it if I could get rid of it in the next few years. Okay, I, but I what I'm trying, trying to, I'm trying to understand, take, I understand yes, taking, they, uh, moving you, she money can, from... She yes. can do it. I just mm-hmm. checked. She. I just checked the IRS. She can do it. A non-spousal inherited IRA it. can be recharacterized into a Roth. Just pay so, the tax. That's if the that's exactly the question. That my tax gal used yeah. is recharacterization. Yeah. If, and if that is uh, the question... She wanted to do more research on it, too. And, yeah. um, I just found it on the, uh, the IRS's just, website. It is. It is okay to do that. Yes, ma'am. And I think she checked on 40 or 50,000 a year would not... Kick you up to another bracket? A, okay. A I mean, that was, that was my... That I couldn't do it. My yeah. first tech was, you know, paying a lot of taxes. Yeah, as long as you've done as long as you've done the tax calculations as far as your bracket, you just want to avoid bracket creep. And if you avoid bracket creep, you can recharacterize that into a Roth. Uh, again, the benefit to you, non-existent. The benefit to your children, negligible, but I understand why. I wrote it so, yeah, have fun. Thank you so much for calling. 877-397-5666 is our phone number. I'm in Austin. Tom's in Seattle, and we're talking real money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Quick break. In addition to our Talking Real Money podcast, we have a few other tools to help you gain a better understanding of the concept of real investing. Of course, there's Real Investing Journal. That's offered in both a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. Explore both those options at realinvestingjournal.com, realinvestingjournal.com. Then we teach classes. We offer most of our live classes in the Seattle area because that's where most of our offices are, but most of you live elsewhere. That's why we're now offering the same classes that Tom and I taught at RetireMeet online right now, free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and then click on the video link. You'll see them right there. Finally, we also manage the wealth or the budding wealth of hundreds of folks like you through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. You'll find our approach is consistent with the message we've been sharing for decades. We always put our clients' needs first. Our fees are among the lowest of any non-robo-advisor, and constant education is one of our core values. Visit Vestory.com for more information on our firm and to take our free no-obligation risk quiz to better understand and the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. You know, although it would put a lot of, of accountants out of business, there, there's a lot to be said for simplifying the tax law in this country. <laughs> 
oh yeah, that's gonna happen. I, I still just laugh. Read, I, no. I read the entire. I, I read the entire IRS notice that from which I got that on the recharacterization. And the IRS notice yeah. it says that says that it permits beneficiaries of inherited retirement plans. It permits re- inherited retirement, retirement plans. plans okay, yeah. to be rolled into a Roth. But it, when I read the entire notice, of course, it's a very long notice. And then there's another reference notice. It says if you inherited a traditional yep. IRA from someone other than a spouse, you, quote, cannot convert it to a Roth IRA. So you can convert a, biz- a company retirement plan, but not an inherited IRA from a non-spouse. I thought you just told this woman, though, you could use, you could take the inherited IRA. Well, because I read, I read, because it said it permits inherited retirement plans to be rolled into a Roth. But retirement plans in this context means qualified retirement plans, yeah. not traditional IRAs. Okay. Well, I misunderstand so, because I thought that's what she was. I, I, I guess I misunderstood. That's what she was asking. And I was, I just read the notice and the very first part of the notice says you are allowed to roll over retirement plans that are inherited. So you're saying, so you're Roth. going back on the advice we just I'm gave I'm going her. back ah, on the advice. Okay. I'm saying, no, you so can't if, do it. So if you leave money in a 401k, somebody rolls that out, they could recharacterize it to a Roth. If you leave someone you have a 401k, too far down the weeds for you me, leave but, me you yeah. leave me your 401k i am a non-spouse i yeah. hope oh yes i am yeah and i can then convert that into a Roth. but if it's if it's an individual retirement account or if IRA, you give me you your cannot, ira i can't that makes a lot of sense kidding D- not at all all right uh let's see gary it's your turn welcome to talking real money hi gary Hey, hi. Boy, I, I've got to tell you, it's kind of great sitting up here listening to you guys. So I'm calling from way north, Mount Vernon, and uh, uh, my backyard. The weather's great. I heard the traffic jams are pretty bad. And so for people to, to sit around Don't go and anywhere. listen to you guys, uh, it's just <laughs> it's just great. And this is the first time I've listened to your program, believe it or not. My wife was uh, on her way to Anacortes, and she turned on the radio, and she said, Hey, Gary, you ought to call in. They're just talking about uh, a woman who was 70 years old older older and she rolled over her retirement plan but she was still working yep and mm-hmm. uh, and and i and i thought well that that speaks to me because we so so i'm still working I, I absolutely love what i do we have a, a company 401k plan and and you know no one told me i just happened to find out a year ago by doing my own reading I, i've always enjoyed reading financial things that i i wouldn't have to do that uh i mean i'm continuing to work so i can keep it in the plan and keep contributing to it actually so um so that was great and unfortunately, one or two of my colleagues did do a rollover, and they're still working. So mm-hmm. I don't know how many people out there know that, but as as I've done that, and I bring that up in conversation, occasionally people say, what? You yeah, so let's that? let's go through this, because this is a fine point. Yeah. If you work past okay. the age of, so at 70 and a half, the government says, start taking money out of your retirement accounts and pay the tax on it. If it's pre if it's pre, Correct. yeah, okay. But if you continue Correct. to work yeah. and you're getting a wage and you're contributing to that plan, you no longer have to do that required minimum distribution. That is true. With some exceptions, by the way, if you're a predominant owner of that company, you can't do that because we looked into that little thing because we were like, oh, you know, you still ha- you right. still got to take the money out. Right. But for most right. people, if you do not own that business, yeah, that's a that's a, a way to continue to contribute, not to take the money out. Now, remember, eventually that money is going to come out and the amount you're going to have to take out is going to be bigger because you waited. Mm-hmm. Right. Because 
because sure. your, your required you minimum distribution is going some, to yeah. And sometimes go up. depends on the person. This gets back to what Don talked about a little earlier. Generally, most people need a financial plan to kind of figure out the best ways to do all this because they underthink it around taxation. So there might be a reason for somebody to look at that situation and say, not nah, really makes sense to start drawing that out, et cetera, et cetera. But you're absolutely correct. That is a way to avoid paying taxes today. Yes, yeah, and, and thanks for bringing up those other points. I, you know, I didn't do that, but um, well, we you appreciate- guys really have a great program. Oh, I, I really, uh, when 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 I uh, started listening just a few minutes ago, and, and you were talking about uh, some uh, uh, concerns of oh, that prior caller, and you, you know, you had a chance to look into it, and you look back and said, well, maybe maybe we're not correct. I mean, <laughs> you just nope. appreciate that so much in the in the financial arena. There's just too many people that think they know exactly what to do and take advantage of you. Oh, the, those people are... Yeah. Yeah, there, there are plenty of those. In fact, some, of them, some yeah. of them just make up stuff they yeah. know. They yeah. just make it up from whole cloth. Exactly. They make up whole new words. Yeah. Well, thank you for the call. Cool. Appreciate you listening. Very kind of you. Thanks, Nice Gary. comment. Yeah. Rigo, you're on Talking Real Money. Hi, Rigo. Yes, I have questions. Yes. Uh, my, my private job, it delayed me off, and, and, and the job that I went back, when I started my 401k, they don't have it no longer. So what mm-hmm. should I do? So there's no 401k at your current office is what your current employer is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes, correct. So what about maybe a Roth IRA or a IRA? Yeah, you'll have to yeah, do that on your own. On your own. This is not a company-sponsored plan. So then you would go, for example, you could go to... Vanguard. Vanguard. And you could open an individual retirement account or a Roth individual retirement account and start contributing to those. But I still, still got to pay tax? Or, no, here's how it would work. You you have two options, Rigo. You could. Yeah, he's going right? to tell you. Yeah, I'm going to explain this to you. There are two ways you can do this. And, and there's a benefit to, I, there's a, diff, a differing benefit to each choice. You could put the money into a regular traditional IRA and you will get a tax deduction. You will not pay taxes on the money you put into that IRA. Or you can choose to go ahead and pay taxes, put that money into a Roth IRA, you pay the taxes now, but then after you're 70 and a half and you're taking those distributions, well, you don't have to take the distributions. Anything you take out at that point is totally tax-free after you retire. For people who are going to be great savers and put away a lot of money for retirement, the Roth IRA option, while not benefiting you today, is generally a much better benefit down the road because it keeps you from paying taxes in retirement and that could be a huge advantage so look at consider both or some people do a little bit of both there they do go. some traditional yeah. ira better and they planning. put some in a roth ira does that help okay. all right sir yeah I might, I might talk to my son because he worked for uh, a state farm no no don't talk no, to no no no, no 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 call vanguard or go online to vanguard.com please don't your use son state your farm. son will yeah. your your son will sell you an insurance product in this ira which nope. will eat the fees are too high and i know you love your son but don't mix business and family, it can really, really cause problems down the road. You will not make as much money, and of that I am very, very confident. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you're enjoying one of the more unique podcasts out there, but we want to remind you that there are other tools we offer to help you get educated about what we call real investing. We publish Real Investing Journal both as a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. You can check those out at realinvestingjournal.com. Then we offer classes, most of which are in the Seattle area, but now we've got a couple of the classes that we taught at Retire Meet 
online for free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on the video link. And finally, we rarely mention it, but we also manage wealth for hundreds of folks and well over a third of a million dollars through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestry. We manage money just as we talk about it. We always put our clients first, our fees are low, and we educate you on a regular basis. Go to Vestry.com to learn more, and you can take our free no-obligation risk quiz to understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. future we're talking real money let's see sunny and 70 in seattle versus sunny and almost 100 in central texas hmm. where should i be heading hmm. Hmm. i think i'm going north good I idea think I'll head north because yeah, south idea. there it's not going to get a whole lot cooler and no, probably not a whole lot so. easier so yeah so i'm gonna go north I i'm going north All i right. think after i'm done here on the year i'm just gonna start driving north That's we'll the see you in, in about austin, three Texas. weeks <laughs> i'm a slow driver <laughs> tom's in seattle well yeah, there are people along the way goodness don't get me going yeah okay colorado colorado is gonna be tough even with the week that i have planned in colorado i know so many people i mean that's where i started in radio that's where all my family was you know it's just gonna you gotta try to visit everybody or they get hurt okay you hurt their feelings there's only like four people that ever want to see me so my travels are limited so i get it there is a lesson but i I don't want to share i don't you don't need me to share it with you i'm okay i'm all right you can't teach an old guy <laughs> you go back to punching those doggies techniques. i'll hug the trees and we get on you with know, it all right we're driving here and there there are truly i you know you you drive by fields and you see cattle across the country as you drive across the country here you don't see cattle no. you see longhorns oh makes sense and it sounds Huge. like you're doing the show from the green room there or something i'm doing the show from the from the lounge at the grand Bye. duca hotel from the lounge at you the know, grand deluca it has that ambiance yeah, i guess it's you know it's got here's yeah. my glass of water all right well because this came and, up earlier i have another question yeah. around this so because uh, rego called us and wanted us and the really at the end of the day the question is i don't work somewhere that has a company retirement plan company sponsored mm-hmm. plan and there, there are a lot of firms that don't a lot of those which is too bad in many ways but i don't know smaller company we can get into all that but if if it's not available what do you do and you wisely pointed out ira or roth ira my question was does acorns have can you do a qualified account at acorns no which is just too bad because then it would be so easy. It is too bad. They should do that. Somebody (laughs) should do that. Wait, let me send him a note. Go ahead, cover acorns, the show for a minute. Acorns, I love here. And I, I, I thought more about how to describe it recently. Acorns is a what's called a rounding service. But here, think of it this way: you go somewhere and you spend three dollars and seventy-five cents, right? And you give them four, and they give you a quarter back. Now that quarter's in your pocket. Generally, right. at my house, you come Where home does that go? and it goes into a. We have a little coin box thing. It sits there. It's not making you any money. Instead, Acorns, and you hook it right up to your bank account, takes that twenty-five cents, invests it in extremely low-cost exchange-traded funds like mutual funds, now that money's going to work for you. And you've had the discipline of saving that money that you were kind of going to spend anyway, right? I mean, this was you were prepared to spend $4. So the $0.25 cents comes out of your account, gets invested. It's all done automatically. You don't have to get up like anybody that doesn't have a retirement plan and actually write a check. It's going in there. So in this, in this, by the way, here's another thing he could do. You could put the money in. You could still set up the acorns. And at the end of the year, 
sure you could take all that and put it in your Roth IRA. Yeah, now so that is that a way. really good idea. And Ingrid, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Ingrid. How are you? Yes, thank you. Are you there? Yes, we are. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. My question is, I want to open a Roth IRA for my 18-year-old grandson. Nice. He has not Yay. Uh, worked this year, but he worked last year. Can Uh-oh. I open a Roth IRA nope. for him this year? Uh-oh. Nope. Got to be the same was, year. You would have had to yeah. do that. You would. You had up to April 15th to do it for last year. You could have done that, but that day is no, coming well, on. No, he wasn't 18 yet. So. Then, there's no well, age. You could, you, there's no age limit. My nine-year-old daughter is going to have a Roth IRA this year. Oh. So there's, the age isn't the factor. The fact by the way, that, that okay. Generally, you cannot be employed at age nine because you're under. That's a separate issue. She she gets around that because it's a company-owned business. That's a, I mean, a family-owned business. Different deal. In this case, because your grandchild did not have earned income this, or so far hasn't had earned income this year, you cannot open it. We could open the Roth IRA, but you couldn't put any money in it. So you could go ahead and open it. By the way, Don's I have, a, I have a great idea. Yes. though. I have a great idea in the interim. What you yes. might want to do for him is sit down with him and set up this acorns.com account and grandma could seed it with a little money that way mm-hmm. he's saving then when he does have earned him income, to save when he does have earned income you could move it from acorns to the roth ira some of it plus it mm-hmm. they build a really great diversified portfolio there the kind of thing that a good advisor would build for you but uh, it's a lot less expensive and then the money is is being saved for some future yeah. purpose mm-hmm. i mean a roth ira is great because it's tax-free but it's just the tax-free benefit he doesn't have, he's not going to be in that big a tax bracket anyway. Yeah. The reality is it's just better to save no get matter going. what. Get Find a way to save and get him started so he gets in the habit of doing it. Yeah. Okay. okay. And my other question yeah. was, you mentioned the DFA fund here mm-hmm. about an hour ago. Yes, And ma'am. you were going to talk more about it. And I was, wasn't I? And then we got into the calls. All right, well, we will, we will do that right now. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you You're for your call. Welcome. Yeah, Thanks Dimensional Funds. Don just completed a visit to Dimensional Funds where they uh, they took him to the cafeteria. That's why his heart is is big and his stomach is full or whatever. But it, you you liked it. I, I mean, had a great yeah. salad. Yeah. I had a oh, great okay. salad. I, you, showed, you sent me the picture of that, uh, the refrigerator case. Yeah, no, I would only be able to work there about two months because they'd have to haul me out the front door. A lot of nice looking food. but I behaved. um, Dimensional funds is builds portfolio, asset class portfolios. This is slightly different than unique. It's a mutual fund company. Pardon me. Thank you. It's the seventh largest in, I thought, the world, but you said the United States. Okay. Mm -hmm. They they build portfolios that are similar to index funds because they're asset classes, not pure indexes. The costs are very low. The diversification is very wide and the work is based on academic research that shows smaller companies and ones we considered or be considered value when you look at the ratio between how much a company is worth by the market total and how much a company is worth by what the accountants say a publicly traded company is worth every year. They got to come out and add all that up. The balance between those two things, that is at the simplest level and they're only available through advisors who don't let people, shouldn't let people, I should say, buy and sell them. Them. Would that be accurate? That's that's a pretty accurate description. It is. It, it's based on some serious Nobel Prize winning research. That's true. Uh, a very large portion of their board of directors, of their advisory board, of their employees, uh, a surprisingly large number, are PhDs in, in economics and finance. I, they have uh, Merton's Nobel Prize on display in the lobby. How's it look? It looks like a Nobel Prize. Yeah. It's just I, I said, where's Fama's Nobel Prize? Uh-oh. They said, we're working on getting that in. They're going to put that in the 
lobby. Is too. it up at the University of Chicago Booth School? Probably. Uh, They're I'm probably guessing. hanging on to it. Mm-hmm. But they use, and, they, and by the way, Merton is on their board, Nobel Prize winner. Eugene Fama's on their board, Nobel Prize winner. Uh, some of their work is based on Nobel Prize winning work, other work that preceded it. They use solid data to create portfolios that should, and there are no guarantees. Remember, we're talking about the past, that should provide slightly higher returns at the same level of risk. By the way, this is a a good point to stop right there, because I think if you went to any mutual fund company in the world and said, how do you invest? They're going to say, oh, we've got all this data and we put it in a computer and they tell us to buy this and sell that. So tell us in your words how what they're saying, which is, I think, what you would get from American Funds or Fidelity or anybody else versus what you just said about dimensional. Well, Eugene Fama said it best. He said, in my 50 plus years of research, I have only found that there are there are no more than five factors or dimensions of investing that have been proven over decades. And he's talking 90 years in many cases, 90 plus years to add value. And and basically he's talking about things that add a little bit of risk, but have added additional return. And he said Wall Street and the rest of the mutual fund industry comes up with something new every week, whereas in 50 years, it's one every decade as opposed to one every few minutes. Wall Street's always trying to find a way to game the system to beat it. He's just trying to find a way to take the system and u- utilize it to the best capacity they can based on not, I think not what one year right data, the key. but two or three or five. I think what Dimensional really is doing is piggybacking on capitalism where active managed firms are trying to beat it in a way that beat makes capitalism. more. You got to accept yeah. the market returns or you say you're going to beat them. We haven't found anybody who can beat them over the long haul. As a matter of fact, if you believe in the power of free markets and capitalism, you're a DFA investor, not an active Tom investor. And Don are talking real money. Quick break. In addition to our Talking Real Money podcast, we have a few other tools to help you gain a better understanding of the concept of real investing. Of course, there's Real Investing Journal. That's offered in both a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. Explore both those options at realinvestingjournal.com, realinvestingjournal.com. Then we teach classes. We offer most of our live classes in the Seattle area because that's where most of our offices are, but most of you live elsewhere. That's why we're now offering the same classes that Tom and I taught at RetireMeet online right now, free at talkingrealmoney.com under the video link. Just go to talkingrealmoney.com and then click on the video link. You'll see them right there. Finally, we also manage the wealth or the budding wealth of hundreds of folks like you through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestory. You'll find our approach is consistent with the message we've been sharing for decades. We always put our clients' needs first. Our fees are among the lowest of any non-robo-advisor, and constant education is one of our core values. Visit Vestry.com for more information on our firm and to take our free no-obligation risk quiz to better understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Live from 
Austin, Texas. You got to do the Texas accent. Come on. Start again. There you go. All right. Live from Austin, Texas, the heart of the great state of Texas. Uh, Austin, Texas, named for the the famous Texas Patriot, Stephen Austin. Of course. Just up the road from Sam Houston. Did you go to the LBJ Library while you were in town? No, but. Which I I have been and I enjoyed it. When we were in Houston. Yeah. Debbie did go to the Millie Bush Dog Park. Why doesn't that surprise me? You are kidding, right? I am not kidding. Okay, all right. I have well, pictures yeah. of the in the on the sign that is a says picture so of much. Millie Millie Bush, the Bush's dog. Yeah, you remember the Bush's oh, dog, yeah, Millie? Of course. Yeah, I read this the, the I read uh, what's his name's book. I loved it. This dog park has two doggy swimming ponds in it. Of course, it's it does. a nice dog park. <laughs> all it's right, the dog park. And oh wait, I discovered one oh, other cool really Texas funny. thing. Yeah, I discovered cool in Texas, not usually cool in Texas. Mentioned the same it's time. A, uh, Debbie went nuts over a place called Bucky's. Yeah. Bucky's. Bucky's is a you think everything's bigger in Texas? Well, their gas stations are bigger. Yeah. Bucky's, they Bucky's has one gas station that has 200 pumps. Wow. And a store that's the size of a Walmart that sells beef jerky and candy and barbecue grits. Barbecue, beef jerky and beef, candy. And hmm. ice. They have they of must course have got 50, ice. 50 ice things 200 selling pumps. ice. Wow. 99 cents for a 20-pound bag of okay, ice. Okay, that's the kind of thing that makes a trip like what you're doing interesting, right? Well, of course, other oh. than the Millie Dog Park, I get that. Millie Dog still, Park, yeah. Right. yeah. And I then, of course, p- I'm at this great hotel, the Hotel Grand Duke. I want to plug them. Yeah, you told them you would. Because they're we'll only 18 months old. The I did. Well, they gave me a late there. checkout. Yeah. They gave me a late checkout today. Okay. So Apparently, no other way of checking in. I want to finish this conversation <laughs> about Dimensional that most mm-hmm. people don't know because it's not available to the public. The fun family you probably do know that is available, that is the largest now, I think it's the world. In the world. I, okay. Yeah. Uh, is called Vanguard. Vanguard is a fun family that dates back about 40 years. Uh, was basically set up by a guy named John Bogle. Um, and if you want to learn more about Bogle, you can go read. Now, Paul Merriman has put up a lot of the interview he did with John Bogle on the air, but or on a, on his website. But so people get into this argument about is it better to be using Vanguard funds or dimensional funds? And then right. we have these discussions about well, this 15 year period, Vanguard did better than dimensional, blah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We get into these things. It comes up to the people who really want to boil down. And I'm going to say right now why I believe Dimensional is a better place to invest than Vanguard, okay? I'll tell you why. Sure. Number one, number, and this is, and it's going to sound offensive, but it's true. Number one is the funds are not directly available to the public. I know that sounds insulting, but because you, the investment community, if you will, has a tendency to move money in and out of mutual funds, and the track record goes back 40 years when you feel great about stocks or a fund has done well, the money rushes into that fund. When the market goes down, you take the money out or that fund manager. You uh, There was just a piece last week about, and I'm forgetting his name, the fund manager went straight up and then went straight down and all the money came out. What that does to the people that still hold the funds is horrendous because the company has to sell stocks at the wrong time, et cetera, et cetera. So that's number one. Number two, their costs are exceedingly similar. Vanguards are a little bit lower, but dimensionals are very, very low. Number three, I truly believe that the research shows going back 90 years in some cases, 
cases that smaller companies and value companies have made more than large and growth firms. Tom, I wanted to add something to your DFA yeah. discussion. And I kind of took and over the there. Vanguard versus DFA mm-hmm. thing. Uh, one of the problems I have with arguing who's better than whom is you can pick your period. You can selectively. Periods of uh, time, what you're saying. Of periods of time, yeah. pick your products. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you would have would effectively compare a Vanguard portfolio to a DFA portfolio anyway. I don't know how you would do it because Vanguard doesn't have some of the asset classes available. That's true. And if you say, I'm comparing the S&P 500 to DFA's globally diversified portfolio, well, that's not fair because the U.S. has done really well lately. So the, U, the, the, the S&P 500, of course, is going to look better. But if you turned it around and went to 2000 to 2009, it would have been better for dimensional. So all of those comparisons aren't fair. But if you want to make a comparison, the only one I could find that's close to apples to apples, and and it's close. It's not there. It's you call close. me when they're comparison. both managing pairs, and we'll talk. But yeah. I'm not a big these apple are not guy. pairs. These okay. and this is like well, actually, this is kind of like pears to apples. You know, oh. they're fruit; they grow on trees. Yeah. So the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund, which we talk about a lot on mm-hmm. the show, good fund, only has about a seven-year history. So we don't have a ten-year track record for Morningstar. I go to Morningstar for my data because they are the respected source of information. It's we we all default to Morningstar in this industry. So Morningstar shows the five-year return for VTWSX, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund, at 10.96% per year. It's rounded to 11% per year. Pretty good. They uh, have 7,600 stocks in their portfolio. The DFA... Okay, what's the standard deviation if we're going to get into all this? How much ups and downs, volatility? Just to explain what this means. Standard deviation. If you have a an investment that does not move up or down in price ever at all. It's it would have flat. a zero, zero yeah. standard deviation. Exactly. The standard in Poor's 500 over the last 40 years has a standard deviation of about 16. So just for comparison. That's how much sake. it goes up and down and between down. that middle. Yeah, got it. Right. Or up, so it's, above a, and it's below. a measure right. of volatility. Yep. The standard deviation on VTWSX, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund, over that five-year period was 9.83%. All right. So 11% okay. return, 9.83 standard deviation. The the DFA global equity portfolio, which is 100% stocks, diversified globally, uh, has a 10-year return, but I can't use that because I don't have a 10-year at Vanguard, so I use the five-year. Its five-year return is 12.25% per year. So about one, a little more than one. Yeah, yeah, that's about, well, it's a little over a 10% higher return. It's about a 10% higher return. Good point. And their standard deviation is 10.06%, slightly higher Mm -hmm. because of the smaller company stocks that they own, but not 10% higher. So on a risk-adjusted basis, in this case, over a five-year period, which I think is a terrible period to use, but it's all I have. The industry wants to do it, though. One, three, and five-year returns. If you're going to say, I want an apples-to-apples comparison, then we have to use five years. Mm -hmm. These are the only two funds we can use to possibly compare unless you're tweaking a portfolio. And in this case, DFA beats Vanguard by about 10% and is only slightly a year uh, yeah, a year over time, i should that say makes a big difference. yeah and it's only slightly more volatile uh, about uh it's like two percent more volatile yeah all right good advice so there you have it tom and don are talking real money we hope you're enjoying one of the more unique podcasts out there but we want to remind you that there are other tools we offer to help you get educated about what we call real investing 
We publish Real Investing Journal both as a free online version and in an inexpensive printed magazine. You can check those out at realinvestingjournal.com. Then we offer classes, most of which are in the Seattle area, but now we've got a couple of the classes that we taught at RetireMeet online for free at TalkingRealMoney.com under the video link. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on the video link. And finally, we rarely mention it, but we also manage wealth for hundreds of folks and well over a third of a million dollars through our fee-only 100% fiduciary investment advisory firm, Vestry. We manage money just as we talk about it. We always put our clients first, our fees are low, and we educate you on a regular basis. Go to Vestry.com to learn more, and you can take our free no-obligation risk quiz to understand the level of investment volatility you can tolerate. That's Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Honest, honorable financial help is at hand every Saturday on Talking Real Money. From noon to 2 on the West Coast, 3 to 5 on the East Coast. It's a podcast. It's all over the place. And we are here truly to help you. And to that end, Rob, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Rob. Thanks for joining us. How can we help today? Hey, Tom and Don. Beautiful day out here. You huh? bet. Incredible. Love it. Um, so the reason I'm calling is I'm trying to push myself, take myself out of my element because I'm just a buck on a log. I don't really, you know, I've saved money and I've really done nothing with it. Um, I have a 401k with the company. I take advantage of the company match. I do the Voss catch up. Um, and my home is paid for. I was initially looking for, a, you know, something downsizing, actually looking for Rambler. I got sticker shock. And so I've just been putting money into a regular old savings account, drawing, you know, point zero zero. Zero, zero, one percent or whatever it is. And you mean going backward. You're actually going backward. Losing yeah. money safely is how we describe that. <laughs> so it's about $150,000, um, and it's just sitting there, and I know that uh, I can do better. And so I tell you what, I've listened to your show. I've gone to the Vestry website. I've taken your quiz, and I've still done nothing. So I'm trying to encourage myself to uh, move forward. So do you want right, us to give carefully. you a lashing? Listen you carefully. Want, listen you carefully. Like listen to me, Rob. Rob, okay. Rob, you're going to be dead before you know it. Go do something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and especially that's an awful lot of money to be kind of not doing Just sitting there doing anyway. nothing with. So I guess then the what decision would risk, be. Well, no, then the what's your risk survey yeah. say? What, what, I'm just what curious. Was, what was what your did quiz it say? score? Yeah. Okay, so I took the survey yep. and I, you know, it was a while ago. I think I scored like in the low 80s. Oh. And the last uh, oh. question was, how do you think you scored? And you scored me higher than I did myself. Oh, wow. Of course, because right. in your head, yep. in your your head you have somewhere along the way been trained to play it very safe so in your, conservative. In your conscious house mind, paid in, off all these but things, in yeah. his conscious mind he thinks he has to be yeah. but his sub his his unconscious subconscious which is what this test measures is saying rob you can afford to take some risks but wait a minute i want to make sure i understand your quest you're you're not really saying you haven't invested because you're risk averse you've said you haven't invested because like. no because you haven't gotten around to just taking care of it so is it the latter or the former well, you know, I don't mind dumping as much money as I can into the 401k. I match, I yeah. match it as high as I can. This is just, you know, money that I'd like to invest, but I'm just, uh, then, here, I don't know. And we've got I, other I, people we want to help. Here, yeah, you have to then decide you're going to do it on your own or you're going to hire somebody else to help. That would be the next and decision. And I can tell you, you had better hire somebody to help you do it, honestly. Sure. Because if, we, okay. if you wait to do it on your own, you will not do it. That is one of the issues that a lot of people have. Rob, you're in great company. It's 
It's like the it diet the I'm starting on Monday. I'm right. starting it on Monday. Monday. Or the people the people who say, I'm going to go exercise, yeah. and they need a personal trainer. They can't do it without them. So go, that I mean, if, be you, me. if, if, yeah, if, if you got to decide on a, a person to hire, we would, again, recommend going to DFAUS.com. They're going to give you some suggestions there of local advisors. You could talk to a few of them. That would be a place to start. And that's what we come up there, but DF, we're not saying we're the yeah, only ones. We're, yeah, we, obviously, we're, we are one of those parts. DFAUS.com. And there's a find an advisor there. We've really got to yeah, go. Yeah, find an advisor box on the right. you got to do something. You just have yeah. to do it. And you really need to hire somebody to make you do what you already know you need to do. You know you need and to do it. thanks for you taking can't. the risk quiz and listening to us, too. Appreciate it. We really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, Rob. Scott, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Scott. How can we help you? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I want to use, um, as you discussed, the scientific um, research that has been done to maximize my retirement account. She now and um, I retire um, instead of trying to guess which mutual funds are best for me. And I'm having a dilemma of choosing, say, a fee-only investory advisory like Vestry, which um, only charges a like around 1% fee, I think it is, versus getting a financial blueprint now and then do it again in five years. And I think this it actually ties into your discussion earlier with the um, uh, mutual funds. Um, I forget which company you mentioned. Okay, I'm going to stop you there because those are two completely different things. The blueprint is designed to look at your situation today, to look at your mm-hmm. assets, to help okay. you decide kind of how you're positioned and whether or not you're well, having enough money you for retirement. Yeah, how okay. positioned, yeah. But to hire an advisor is a completely different process. An advisor should go way more into all of this, should design, it's not just the investments, to really design a financial plan that includes things like how to invest the money, includes things like how to draw money out in retirement, all of that. So you get way more, at least for with us, you'd get way more than just the plan and here are the assets. It should be, and with anybody you hire, you should get more than that. And by the way, right. we, our highest fee is 90 basis points. 90 bips. Yeah. But okay. if you're ready, if you are, if you have reached the point in your life where it's like, I am ready to do this and to do this the right way and not to try and wing it, there's no point in doing a blueprint. The point, you're at the point. You know you're already at the point, just like Rob did. You know you're at the point where you need to get yourself your own advisor to get where you need to be to retire really comfortably. So we can go out on the limb and just okay. say you, you just can call it. us. if It doesn't have to be us. Somebody like us and, and get, get moving on that plan. And the plan but should be moving. much more. Yep. yep. Does that Thanks help? for calling. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Alan, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Alan. How can we help you? Yeah, I have a similar plan to your previous two callers. And the question is, uh, yes, you've got to do something once in a while or right away. But would you recommend doing it immediately or dollar cost averaging in over a couple of months? How soon till you need the money? Not, not soon at all. Like more than now. five years? Yeah, more than five then years. Then I, I don't even I would care just, if it's I, five years. Yeah, it's I now. would invest. I mean, the reason people dollar cost average is, number one, they believe the market is going to go down, right? You don't want to be putting all your money in the name of the market go down 30%. Don's rolling his eyes. That's why <laughs> people do it, though. Or they want to get the benefit of various prices or whatever. That's the only
only good reason I could no, ever No, the see. only good reason for dollar cost averaging is that's the way you earn your money. So yes, True you enough. should always dollar cost average because you're earning money on a dollar cost averaging basis. But if you have money yep. that is earmarked for retirement that you are not proper yeah. or some other future yeah, goal right. that's long enough down the road and you are not allocating it, you know you're not allocating it properly, then you need to get it done and get it done today because let me tell you the, the best reason of all for doing it today 75% of the time the stock market goes up not 25% daily. Not it goes daily. down no over a long it's about period of time 51 49 days yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. Very, but i mean yeah. okay, over over it. long periods yeah. of time even though so we've had this eight year bull odds. market even though the, everything says it's going to go down don it's going to go down and it will yeah okay i hope that helps alan I, that's the but best i know a lot I of people yeah. i know a lot of people who've been waiting and waiting. Oh, yeah. And waiting. Only since 2009. Yeah, since 2009. <laughs> and, you know, don't they look foolish uh, for not being in? Indeed. You just have to bite the bullet and do it. At, because if you do it with the right person, you'll have a portfolio that's right for your risk tolerance. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?